comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight, we wonder if our audience knows that animals can talk. Is there something you want to tell us? Have you well, been, have you been talking? I, to I got dogs halfway through that line and realized that I my donut just ran out. I'm, uh, I just <laughs> got to stop talking. This sucks. Just ran out. <laughs> that's uh that's a little uh, industry uh, terminology, kids. And uh, the donut is is in a uh, commercial, an audio commercial, generally where uh, you have some music. And then uh, the music uh, lowers and becomes kind of background music. And then the announcer comes and he tells you all about this amazing new product. And then he shuts up at the right time and the music comes back up and goes full. And, you know, you hear a little jingle and then you go to the next commercial. I still so like the to donut think is it, the part where the dude talks. I still lady. like to think about it as a legitimate donut. <laughs> like I, I was envisioning like Lost a donut. <laughs> I was envisioning a donut deflating. Oh, an unleavened donut, if you will. <laughs> How good yeah. could an unleavened donut possibly be? I, I ask. Uh, I ask people of the Hasidic faith that may be listening today. Please, please uh, call in. You've got thirty minutes left. So that's either a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a uh, or it's a bagel. I don't know. Are bagels leavened? Huh? I don't know if bagels. Yeah, I mean they've got they've got yeast in them. They rise, okay. so they've got to be leavened. No, what's not leavened are those stupid little those little uh, the 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 hamburger and uh, sandwich uh, um, buns. They're skinny. Mm-hmm. You know, they're thin. They yeah, kind of yeah, look yeah. like they kind of look like like pitas that have been cut in half. Right, and then you're supposed to put like lunch meat in between them and pretend that that's real bread. <laughs> it's a unbelievable. Bre- it's, a, it's a meat holder. What a racket! What a racket! This world is such a racket these days. By the way, this Dr Pepper. Um, yeah, how's the Dr Pepper temperature, your buddy? Uh, room temperature. Yeah. Pretty okay. Not Just bad. Just like no. Aquaman. Not it's bad. Pretty okay. Not <laughs> bad. You've always it's liked uh, your temperatures room soda. Satisfying. I mean, but not exciting. You know what I just said? <laughs> room temperatures. I said, you, I said you've always liked your temperatures room soda. Yeah. <laughs> you've always liked your sodas room temperature. That's right. Moon That's where the flavor rock. lives. That's where the flavor Moon lives, baby. <laughs> okay. We were going to We're talk sorry. About- we're swilling Doc Pepper Tens. We're a little loopy right now, so bear with us. <laughs> Uh, we're actually going to talk about Into the Spider-Verse. Yay! Episode, episode 466. That's what oh, I was yeah. trying to go during the teaser. Just a just reminder really to you guys, me mystery phrase number two. We oh. didn't hit mystery phrase number two last time? No, and I forgot to mention it, which, okay. is, which is fine because neither one of you okay. um, you said it. But yeah. anyway, it's still up for grabs. Okay, good. You never know. Hey, Frank. Yeah. I, I'm all about debase. 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 Now, see, the first time we ever did no, this no mystery trouble. phrase thing, you, st- you you tried this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I asked you nicely 
to not <laughs> what? To not do it anymore. <laughs> what? Throwing the baby out with the bathwater, that kind of thing. <laughs> Don't put your all your chickens in a basket before you count them. Right. Is that right? I don't think I'd get that. <laughs> you need a big right. basket for all my chickens. I'm just saying. I got a lot of chickens. I would rather hey, use like a truck. You can't have everything. Where would you put it? Yeah. That's yeah. right. Um, I'm a huge fan of birds. In fact, I'm waiting for the eagle to land right now. Bill and I have yep. seen Not Into yet. the Spider-Verse. You tried. I tried. You said you had a story uh, for us? Well, yeah, and it's, it's not edge of your seat, but I'll tell it Somewhere anyway. Somewhere Yoda is shaking uh, his head at you. Uh, while I was on a uh, holiday, uh, Christmas holiday, I visited my sister up in Ohio. Yay. And so she was still working. Where so in Ohio, by the way? I'm going to say Cleveland close area? to, yeah, Cle- Cleveland, no but way. an hour out, uh, close to Youngstown. There's my, a suburb uh, of Youngstown. My daughter uh, was up in uh, the Cleveland uh, greater metro. Gotcha. Um, probably the same time you were. Oh, Baby, cool. Why did you should have stopped by and said hi? I know. I know. I know. One well, so whatever became <laughs> of me. Well, oh. Did that take place in Cleveland? Oh, uh, Cincinnati, but uh, uh, you know, it's the same state. It's a, it's a C. C word. It's the same yeah. state. Uh, so I had time to kill, and I had the car, so I thought, yeah, I'll just go down to the to the local cinema. It's a smaller town to go see it. Okay. And, uh, you know, I walk in. I think it must have been like a Wednesday or a Thursday. I go to the first showing, and, of course, nobody's in the theater, or there's very few people. It's perfect. And I, movie starts at, like, like, I don't know, we'll say 1130, so I walk in. Get my ticket. They're really nice. Get popcorn. Sit down. There's a man with his son over there. We're about to wait for Spider-Man to start. 1130, 1131, 32, 33, 34. Are you getting the benefit of like the pre-show crawl? We're getting nothing. Oh. Which was just different oh, for such a small yeah. venue. So you know? And how do you know? It's nowadays, a tiny theater. like if your movie starts at seven, at yeah. six thirty, they'll start the pre-show. Right. That wasn't exactly. even happening. That wasn't even happening. But I figured <laughs> this is a small town, so right. you know Maybe they, they do things differently here. Do things differently. Life moves a little slower. So I walk out and I go talk to the manager, who uh, was probably nineteen. <laughs> oh <laughs> and, boy! Uh, and he goes. Sir, we'll take care of it. Don't worry. Uh, you sure know it was what? more like, sir, we'll take care of it. We're gonna, sir. We're going to upgrade you to the uh, big movie theater. Just go right over here. We'll take nice. care of it. Nice. So we go into the movie theater, and they even go, hey, you guys want to watch it in 3D or or 2D? Oh, my God. This is great. And I and you know I say, let's, let's just do 2D. Wrong with this? You know, when you have to wear glasses. I think that movie would be movie. great in 3D. Okay, yeah, yeah. Get get back to me. Get back to me on the 3D experience. <laughs> right. don't, don't let this half hour end without me mentioning that. But so I, I, we opt for 2D, and so the movie starts up, and we get about five or ten minutes into it, and then it just stops. And so at oh. that point, you know, I kind of walk out. I tell the manager again. I go, I'm so sorry, mister. Uh, we're working <laughs> on it. And I'm just like, that's fine. You know what? I'll take a refund. I'll just catch it another time. But the popcorn's good. And they were like, right. okay, here you go, sir. Did you take the popcorn? I, t- oh, I, I paid for the popcorn. We, we've done that. that. Yeah. I've done that once in my life. Yeah. It's the Ramones. Oh, okay, okay. But the uh, the ten minutes I saw, I really enjoyed it. Oh, also we must have been watching it in three D because it looked a little whoa um, soft. I got a comment about uh-huh. that. Okay. So I noticed when I saw it, <clears throat> saw a two D version. The things that were supposed to be in focus uh-huh. were in focus, but to me it looked like the stuff that was supposed to be out of focus looked like it does when you remove your three D yes. glasses in a movie. Yes, I think that was by design. Okay. <clears throat> it was a little off-putting at first. So I'm pretty sure that you were watching the right thing. Great. Okay, that's good to know. 
That's my gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Did you see 3D? You may be right. So here's the deal. I, I, in fact, I was telling uh, Buddy Mike that, uh, uh, yes, uh, Sage and I went and saw it in 3D. And it was uh, just kind of a – that was kind of a coincidence because I looked at Sage. Uh, Zoe was up in Ohio uh, on, on vacay uh, with her, her, little, her little bestie. And so it was just uh, Sarge and myself. And I go, let's go see Spider-Man. I'll take Zoe to go see it when she gets back. She's into it. And um, so we went. And I look, at, I look at the listings and I go, okay. Where did she go? Uh, she was up in um, Ohio. Oh, that's the wrong kind of the thing. Cleveland area. I'm sorry, I'm kind of dummy. she was uh, uh, Hudson, which is uh, south of Kent, which is south of Cleveland I don't proper. Care. Whatever. Um, so I was telling Mike that um, you know I've had issues with 3D for a long time. We stopped going to see 3D prints of movies a few years ago. Because it gave you headaches? Uh, no, a lot of it was because... It was um, too good. Because it was too good. <laughs> uh, no, because uh, I'm I'm interested in seeing 3D if you're using the binocular cameras like Cameron used with Avatar. You don't like Like post- Tron used with Tron Legacy, like they used Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. Or um, Prometheus, he shot it with 3D d- Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, You don't I'm, like the post... To- 3D process. Uh, I, I am assuming that post-conversion must have made a tremendous leaps in the last five years because I don't think they use those binocular cameras anymore. Uh, I think that all of the, the 3D movies are now conversion, post-conversion. Yeah, the the, the those cameras are a big hassle and yeah. they break a lot and they just slow yeah. down production. I think Avengers... I believe that. Avengers started with uh, oh, wow. it was going to be in 3D oh, and they they had awesome. to convert because it yeah. was just slowing them down. Uh, I went and I saw Thor um, Thor in 3D when it came out and I thought this is a terrible conversion. I saw. Um, Hang on. Um, We're taking a picture. I went to everybody just just chill. Just, for, all right, everyone listen. Relax for a second, people. Good gravy. Smile. You see that? <laughs> I talked to the camera and it took the picture. Oh, wow. No way. Yeah, dude. watch here in the right-hand corner. Watch okay. the birdie. Yeah. Cap- oh, wait a minute. Capture. Isn't that neat? Wow. That's awesome, dude. All right, so that killed uh, about what, what, what 10 kind of seconds. Phone, what kind of phone is that? Galaxy S9 Plus. Okay, cool. I've got a Google Pixel 2. Uh, I bought it like a month before the Pixel 3 came out. And, uh, and here's a guy who's a bit of a, bit of a name dropper. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brad, just to let you know, I'll have to experiment with this. The Google Podcast Player yes. it has a function in there where you can take really? out the silence. You're talking about just the podcast uh, uh, app? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It takes out the silence. So I was listening oh, to some no. podcast, and it was very just... You know, they were talking like this, and there were no stops and stuff like that, and, and it sounded very off-putting okay. until I realized, oh, I accidentally turned on that feature. <laughs> so I'm going to listen to this episode with that feature on I have and never see what that thing. gap is like. That's, oh, what wow. the, that's what the bed music is for, so you never get those silence gaps. You, yeah. you, can, you can cheat the system that way. Yeah. Um, but, so you were saying so 3D, anyway, print, so binocular. 3D, so yeah, 3D, um, 3D uh, CGI movies. Are amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glad he agrees. Um, thank you, little sweet. It's <laughs> being a little sweet. We're enjoying little your fine work right now, little sweet. Sweet. Doctor Pepper Ten, baby. <laughs> they didn't pay me a cent to do oh, that either. Yeah. Oh yeah, Doctor Pepper Ten. Um, so you know the the 3D the three D issue is not an issue when you're dealing with a movie that's cartoon you know whether it's CGI or you know whatever because you can you can put layers wherever you want them and the computer environment is obviously perfectly suited to you know establish a three D look and yada yada yada. Um, 
I could not tell you how glad I was that Sage and I went and saw it in 3D. And again, it was a total coincidence. It was one of those where I, I look at him, I go, let's go see the movie. Okay, hey, at uh, at uh, it was like three in the afternoon, it was like two in the afternoon, something like that. It's like we can't make the we can't make the show the two D showing that's starting in like five minutes. The next one at five thirty is a three D showing. Then at eight o'clock is a two D showing. And I just didn't feel like uh, waiting that long or being out that late. You know, I didn't feel like being out till ten thirty or eleven. Um, I, I'm trying, I need to get to sleep. I, I know, I know, I got to get my sleep. I mean, um, so uh, we went and saw the 525 uh, uh, showing, which just happened to be 3D, and it was amazing. I have not seen 3D that good probably ever. Um, it was stunning. Uh, and like you, it took a good five minutes to say. It always takes a few minutes to get used to the glasses. You know, to get used to being in that environment, yeah, I've because never, the picture's always a problem with those. Picture's always a little bit dimmer, and it just it always seems like like I have to I have to concentrate on focusing a little bit for the first few. And after a few minutes, you get over it, and it becomes a second nature. And you just you just watch the rest of the movie. It always does take a few minutes. That's why it's always nice when they run a couple of things in 3D before the movie proper right, starts right. because you kind of get warmed up to it a little faster there. Um, so anyway, that's my experience uh, with 3D stuff, but. The 3D environment was so was so real. It was a cartoon, so yeah, I know what I'm saying here. I definitely um, going to go back and I want to see it. Oh, well, you okay, need well, okay. to see it in 3D so, if there's any way. So let let's give a rating since I haven't seen it, but I know the storyline, so no, don't worry about spoiling. For me. Well, so let's reverse flash the, it. The, the, five. Five? Yeah, the, it's a five. Uh, the 3D got the 3D got a freaking five, and the movie itself was probably was probably a. Uh, it was uh, either a four or a four and a half. Uh, it was five. Flashes. It was, okay. it was fantastic. Uh, based on the 10 um, minutes I saw, I'm going to give it a three. Um, it left me hanging. There were just some details I didn't I wonder why it left you hanging. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Okay. And I'm going to say this. Make, I, I, I didn't enjoy uh, I, I wasn't blown away by the storyline itself. Um, I was amazed at the process. I sat there for the 90 minutes or hour, 100 minutes or however long the movie lasts, and I just sat there and just stared at the screen and could not believe what I was seeing, literally seeing. I, the, the story was almost secondary to the experience of watching this thing. And I need to go see it a second time. Uh, I kind of knew that I, I would want to, but um, uh, but I, uh, uh, I just I could not. I never got it. Never got old. I never got over. Just the the stunned feeling of my God! Look at what I'm looking at. There was a, there's one part, one tiny little part that I remember uh, above all else. It was a tiny little thing, but uh, it's when Peter Parker shows up for the first time. And Which he, Peter Parker? Uh, the second Peter Parker. Do you know Our who Peter voiced Parker. the first Peter Parker? The blonde? Uh, no, I looked at the credits, but Chris I don't Pine. Nice. <laughs> That's right. The very heroic voice. Go ahead. Yes, um, but. This, but our Peter Parker, you know, our six one six Peter Parker, whatever you want to say, it, right? Uh, he shows up. Actually, I'm not even sure that was six one six. You know, you're, you're right because uh, of what happened in the story. You're right. Uh, but he shows up, and he's kind of beat up, and he's got his mask on, but it's got tears and rips and stuff in it, and his left eye is exposed because his mask has been torn. And I looked at that. He's laying on the floor. He's laying on the ground, and Miles is kind of hunched over him, you know, making sure he's still living or whatever. And just the experience of looking at Spider-Man's uh, mask 
And then you see his left eye, you know, exposed underneath the mask. And it was absolutely 100% clear that his eye was like a half inch or so behind the, the mask itself. I mean, the 3d was so rich and popped so hard. It it was the, it it was the coolest, one of the coolest movie experiences storyline, notwithstanding I've, I've ever had in the theater. Spider-Man fans make no mistake. This is a Spider-Man movie. Yes. However, it is not, by any stretch of the imagination, a Peter Parker story. So true. This is a Miles Morales story. It really is. Yep. And, well, yes, it's a Miles Morales story, and uh, you got to give a lot of credit to uh, Spider-Gwen, who also had a huge part in the play. Having said what I said, we do get some Peter Parker story. Oh, yeah. Because you can't can't have Spider-Man without... In fact, like you said, you get multiple Peter Parkers. Yeah. You can't have a Spider-Man without yeah. some Peter Parker. So don't think you're getting shorted on your Peter Parker. We How? get we get a Peter Parker story in it, but this movie is about Miles Morales, Peter Parker. Uh, as a side note, how was um, um, Spider-Ham? Was that too much? Was that silly? Was it a great comic relief? The whole idea was so psychedelic to begin with. Spider-Man. The, the, the inclusion of... <laughs> You know, because you also had like the Big Hero Six Spider-Man, and you had the you know the Spider Gwen, and you had the uh, you know you had the, the the Batman Gotham by Gaslight Spider-Man, and you Spider had Noir. You know, uh, Spider Noir, Spider Noir. You know who voiced Spider oh, yeah. Noir? Oh yeah, that was, was the great. One, too. That was the one voice you could pick out of a crowd. No white, sweat. White, white. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Did you guys? Friggin are Nicholas you familiar Cage. at all with awesome. the? Spider-Verse crossover that happened a few years back in the Spider-Man. You know, I need to go read that because I remember when it came out and I, I, I saw trades and I kept up with what was going on in comics that time. So I know that it happened and a little bit about it, but no, I never experienced it. It picked up on a story. That Spider-Verse story picked up on a story element from a the J. Michael Straczynski run from even years prior okay. to that. There was a character named Moreland okay. who was in the spider Man comic years ago, right around the time that this is before any of the recent reboots or okay. whatever. But it was right around the time that um, it was before Civil War, before Mephisto got rid of everything. Yes, okay. It was right about the time that Peter's Aunt May walked in on Peter while he was oh. asleep on his bed after being yeah beaten to a pulp by this guy Moreland. And saw him. That's that's when she discovered he was Spider Man. But anyways, so this movie Spider Verse or this story Spider Verse kind of picked up on that old storyline from J. Michael Straczynski's run. Now this movie has nothing to do with that story, but they took the idea of multiple Spider people from different universes and made the story. And but they used a lot of the characters that we had seen in that Spider-Verse story, like Spider-Gwen okay. and the robot girl with the anime. Yeah. <laughs> the robot with the anime girl and Spider-Man noir. And um, Peter Porker had always been in the <laughs> comic books for a long yes. time. It worked in this cartoon that we were watching. Good, good. John Mulaney does mm-hmm. the voice of right. Peter Porker. <laughs> and, hey, he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you think uh, people on this planet know that animals can talk? Because uh, I don't want to freak them out. Yeah. Is he talking? It, it, it looked like a it looked like a funny element, and I was just curious about that. That was one reason was. why I wanted to go see it. it was just like, and it was see. supposed to be funny because he would make jokes, and and everybody in the theater that when Allison and I saw it, we were we everybody was laughing. Everybody laughed at Peter Porter. Well, the thing I liked was that the humor uh, was not ham fisted. But um, hey, I wish I had a thank. Is you. that 
Thank you. Hamfisted is that? No, that is not the mystery phrase number two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how hard I worked to get to that phrase. Sorry, I wish I had. I was playing the long game there, man. Um, I, I I do think that it was really uh, interesting how well um, how well the storyline worked, seeing as you know there were that many weird disparate parts kind of kind of getting you know all jumbled together, you know throw everything in a pot and just shake that pot up and just open the lid and see what pops out. Well, so do you do you think this is Sony's attempt to hold on to Spider Man because they had some some success with, with Venom, right? Um, do, do you think this is just their way of, of just exploiting it and just trying to hold on to Spider-Man for as long as they can? Should we tangent and, and have me ask you guys about Venom? I haven't seen it. You've not? I didn't you? see it and I had no interest <sighs> in it. Okay. Um, all right. Real quickly then, let me just let me just take a quick dive into the bar ditch on Denim and Venom and then we'll come back out. Well, uh, this is going to take a long time. <laughs> so you may want to get some snacks. Yes. All right, Bill, um, we have nine minutes left. I have how many? Okay. How many you give me? Give me 90 seconds, two minutes. What do I got here? 90 seconds. Okay, 90, 90 seconds. Fair enough. All right. And three, two, one, and go. Um, Venom, I thought, I, I didn't have, I did not have plans to go see Venom. I, I kept seeing the, the, uh, the, the promos and gone eh. and as we kept seeing more promos i'm like well son of a gun i'm getting more interested as i'm seeing these things and i think the final promo before the movie came out i finally said okay son of a gun now i'm interested so i went and took uh uh went and took uh, sage to go see it because zoe was uh working uh that weekend and or she was over with mom or something like that and um so sage and i went and saw it and uh i had a really interesting time um, it just, I didn't don't think this movie did what I expected it to, and what I really didn't expect was uh, for Tom Hardy to be that kind of uh, lead. Uh, I'm not I've never read the uh, Venom comics. I'm I'm well aware of Venom, and I've read his exploits with the Guardians of the Galaxy the last few years, and and it's really interesting what they've done with the Venom's uh, storyline uh, in particular. Um, well, the Venom and Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't Eddie Brock. Right. Um, but they also like basically kind of fixed venom in guardians of the galaxy. Okay. They, in the comics, uh, spoiler alert, they, the guardians end up, uh, going, uh, kind of against their, against their better judgment, against their will. They go, they end up going to the symbiote's home planet. Right. They find it. And it turns out that the reason that venom has been kind of a bad guy this whole time was because he had just long story short, he'd basically uh, been separated from the collective from the hive and uh, that had driven the symbiote basically crazy. Deep space nine. Yeah. He'd gone kind of chaotic. He'd gone a chaotic evil at that point, just because he didn't have, uh, uh, he didn't have the connection with his race that he was supposed to have had. And they basically fixed him. And now he's like a good symbiote. He's a good symbiote. Is, um, but anyway, well, but the, until but, his recent comment. okay, okay, um, and and again, um, that's one of those things I need to uh, I need to get back into and check out. Uh, as far as the movie goes, um, Tom Hardy chewed scenery like nobody I've seen uh, since maybe James T. Kirk, the original. I mean, wow. he owned it so hard, and he was so good. I, at, at the conclusion of the movie, I walked out and I thought to myself, obviously, there's no way. 
he would ever get an Oscar nom for something like this. Um, but if they gave Oscar noms to people in movies like this, that was an Oscar worthy performance. He could not have owned it more. I swear to God, it made his, uh, his turn as Bane look like he was sleepwalking through the, uh, through the dark Knight uh, rises. Um, he just, it just, it was again, much like with my just, just stunned, you know, silence at the process of, of into the spider verse. It was just kind of the same way watching Tom Hardy just, just literally go through the process of acting as Eddie Brock in this movie. It, it made the movie and you know, the movies, you know, movies silly at times. Uh, again, I, I've not read, uh, I've not read many, certainly most of the venom, you know, comics. So I'm sure there was stuff that I wasn't picking up on, but, but again, just to watch Tom Hardy take that paycheck and just over deliver was really cool. And I would say that that movie is worth seeing. I would give that movie a thumbs up. Uh, that movie is probably uh, about a three and a half, just kind of like I, it was right up there, in my humble opinion, kind of with Aquaman. Both were solid action flicks that were not perfect. And uh, yeah, I would I would tell people if you've got two hours to kill and Venom is uh, available and you haven't seen it yet, what are you waiting for? Give it a shot, and you know you may find it silly. Um, I I didn't find it any more silly than it should have been. Um, yeah, it was it was a good good time. Um, and yeah, Tom Hardy, bang, good stuff. Hey guys, it's Venom. Hey Venom, hi. Uh. I was worried about this movie because I thought, you know, Spider-Man is an essential part of Venom, right? And this movie was made with no connection to Spider-Man. So my, my question was, uh, did I waste my time with this movie? Or it, do you think it worked without Spider-Man? It is odd that they decided to make Venom in it's his own universe, basically. Because I've, I've seen the movie twice. Um, I'm not going to bore you with that story. Um, enjoyed it both times. But I don't remember any references to Spider-Man. Um, no, there I, wasn't. There wasn't any. And right. I, I tried to tell him when we were making this movie that you, you had to have Spider Venom is not Venom without Spider Man, but they said, no, trust us, it's going to work. Now, apparently, the numbers don't lie, and it has worked, but I'm still confused. And I was even in the movie, and I don't understand how it worked. Well, it was kind of uh, kind of almost like uh, the Sandman or, or kind of how they did it in um, Spider-Man 3 where you, you kind of fall from space and then you infect uh, some, uh, uh, some unwary uh, traveler and uh, then uh, the hijinks begin. Um, so no, it wasn't, uh, it was certainly not driven by Spider-Man because again, I don't think they even, uh, ever referenced the fact that there was a Spider-Man in that universe. If there I, even was, I have a question for, for, um, Venom, uh, Mr. Venom, Mr. Venom, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Venom. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Call her. Yeah. What'd you think Aquaman? Aquaman? Uh, it was a little fishy. Ooh. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. No, I liked it. I liked it for what it was. I liked it for what it was. Uh... You know, I was able to sneak in. I didn't have to pay for it, but that was pretty good. Right? Oh, how'd you well, get in? One of the nine, oh, I can camouflage myself. Now. I'm about to say it's one of the one of the good things about being able to turn into uh, dark, non-reflective goo. Yeah, exactly. I can just stick to ceiling right around the. Yeah. So, see what I don't understand. What I don't understand is. <laughs> what I don't understand is that Peter Parker. That my anger towards Peter Parker is what drove me as Venom, and yet in this movie there was no Peter Parker. So what was my purpose in the movie? Uh, I, were, I was in the movie, and I don't still understand. Well, it. basically, you were hungry, Mister Venom. 
Okay, um, you, you were you're looking to you're looking to get your <laughs> snack on. I mean, I just phoned in my performances. I just did what the script said. I was worried about going home and playing my Xbox. Yeah, I just was wanting to get my oh. scenes in. Uh, what are you playing on your Xbox? Are you are you an Xbox or PS4? Did I say Xbox? Yeah. I meant PS4. Yeah, right. That's what I thought. Right. That's okay. what I thought. Okay. Then. Yeah, let me throw this at you. That Spider-Man on the Sony on the PS4, that Spider-Man yeah. game. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> what if what if I got an Xbox and there there's no way that I'll ever get to play it? No, you'll have to borrow your buddy's PS4. <sighs> or or you know what you could do? You could write Sony a sternly worded letter telling them you want an Xbox version of that game. I can't promise it's going to work, but you never know. Dear Mr. Sony, I would like to... <laughs> Mr. Sony... I might complain in the strongest manner, but... Uh... <laughs> Recently, I was speaking to my friend, Mr. Venom, which, by the way, Venom, first name, last name? Venom? Vet? Num. Oh, so Mr. Nom. Yeah, but I prefer Venom. Okay. Just you like uh, um, Mr. Venom. <laughs> My first name was Vet. His middle name is Jesse, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. Vet Jesse Venom. Actually, yes. my first name was Veginald, but we shortened it to Vet. Because Veginald Num doesn't work too well. But Venom, we think Venom worked better than Veginald Num. You know, it's, it's <laughs> nice to have you in, in the studio and all, but are you going to take up all this oily goo with you? Because you're just kind of leaving... Like a nice film over everything. I brought baby wipes. Well, you might notice I just cleaned the uh, the plate glass uh, too. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. it's actually as good as it's don't, ever looked. Man, don't make me eat your face off or your pet. The pet's looking pretty good. I was told you. I'll have you know I didn't brush my teeth today. So if you um, want to eat my head, I mean, you're like damn. Uh, good luck. Uh, I've got. To me, that's just like sriracha. <laughs> I've got. I've got one cat, which I'm pretty sure would be too much for you, Mister Venom. That's a big cat. It's kind of a yeah, cat. Hey guys, kind of I gotta a, go. It's kind of like a, kind of like a Roomba with a head. Okay. Good talking to you. All right. Good talking to you. Talk I'll to see, you. Yeah, see you for Venom Thanks, too, Mister Venom. Uh, if you're lucky. <gasps> oh. What a dick. <laughs> That guy. He had his own agenda, that's for sure. Yeah, he did. He, he was. He's uh, just, you know, I, I heard he's working on an art film, and he's probably just. This was not a process of give and take here. This was. Uh, so this was Venom just basically shut. I hope you can see Spider Verse because uh, on my agenda, yeah, it really is good. I really, honestly, do give it a five. I just, and maybe it's because I'm a Spider Man guy. Yeah. But, um, I haven't given all Spider-Man movies fives, but this one was just so much fun. It was visually breathtaking. Yeah. It really was. I'm dying to see it in 3D. Different take, too. I mean, uh, yeah, as, and as opposed very to, fresh. You know, so like fresh. I said, it's not a Peter Parker story. It's a Miles Morales story, and I've really come to appreciate Miles Morales. Um, for those of you that don't know Miles Morales, he is the Spider-Man from the Ultimate Marvel Universe that came and went. Sorry, the 1610? Yeah. Is it 1610? I believe so. And... Uh, <clears throat> There was a big thing that happened that combined some elements of both universes into one. I guess the the better way to say it is some elements of the ultimate universe got absorbed into the 616. Is that a better way to say it? Doom is king overall. Ultimatum? Right. Is that now? No, was, was that the thing that. Secret uh, Wars. Secret 2015, Wars. 2015 Secret Wars. Yeah, 2015 kind of. Doom's battle. The ultimate world universe and... died. In the ultimatum, okay. I think, and then the Secret Wars. Uh, close. It, it, it actually died right before Secret Wars started up. Okay, so then Secret Wars took bits and pieces yeah. of that and eventually combined it into okay. the probably, 616, probably, which is why Miles Morales now exists in the 616. Yeah. And Spider-Glenn for that reason. 
probably my favorite oh, extended really? run of Marvel comics ever was the three three four year long five year long lead up to Secret Wars, which Hickman started in Fantastic Four. They took over from Mark Millar. Uh, Whatever. And um, um, there's a football thing happening. There are football games happening right now. Uh, <clears throat> Baltimore may have recovered a fumble in the Chargers end zone. That's what it looked like. Oh and my. he just ran 100 yards. Oh, my. Wow. 100 yards? Maybe. Cool. Yep. I love stuff like that, even when I'm not rooting for the team. Yeah, I, boy, talk about not having a dog in this hunt. I, I don't know if I'm getting old, but I've gotten to the point where a football game, even in a, used to be an NFL game was, was an NFL game, and it was an event. And nowadays, it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like any other sport. Never I, mind. I kinda, it's a touchdown. Chargers made a touchdown. I kind of need to, uh, I kind of need to give at least a tiny What's little bit of a time? What's our time? about some team that's playing in it. Uh, let me see. So oh, we've already hit 30. 30. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, I'm afraid it stopped at 30, so I'm going to say we're at 30. Uh, oh, okay. I can yes. do this. Hold on. Yes. Uh-huh. And oh, I was getting nervous. 30, uh, 32. Is, okay. Jeez. Uh, the prince is small, and I'm so old. <laughs> you ought to see the three of us. All three of us are sporting <laughs> friggin' salt and pepper <laughs> beards right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I just got to say, I'm sorry that... Um, I'm sorry that I didn't get uh, Christmas present for you guys this year. Except I did. Uh, I did find Brad's uh, Star Trek New Frontier CD-ROM, which I'm returning to him. Thanks. And for Frank, I found him this uh, this flag. It says uh, um, "Emergency uh, Buried Gas Line." So I figured oh, you could I put it. Use your, that. I figured you could put it in your pants. <laughs> in fact, and warn people. Ah. Right? Wow, yeah. Right. I get it. I get it. That stinks. <laughs> ah, I get it too. All right, call up the boilerplate. <laughs> yes, sir. Docs. Uh, we're having some fun though. Okay, so that was it for Half Hour Wasted. Uh, proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. You can also leave us or any of the other HHW LOD shows a voicemail at 972-798-3830. And until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Brad. I'm Captain McKenzie Calhoun. <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wish to Feed.